<laughs> a little too much preaching. You are now locked into the Preacher Says podcast. We're here to free the real of the transitional struggles Christian women face. We will be better and do better. Welcome to Preacher Says. Today we are here again. Auntie. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Some of us are sick, some of us are tired, um, some of us are coming from work. It's been a long day, long. but we're uh, excited for another episode. Yes, yes, yes. So welcome, welcome. Today you yeah. are joined by myself, Abisoye, Kenya, Rosalind, and Josephine. Oh, Ooh. no, you today. Nah. Do you know what? It's All actually of us like every other like fortnightly bro. thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a fortnightly thing. Keep, so. an, keep, an, ear, keep an ear out. <laughs> um, cool. Um, How are you all doing? <clears throat> Good. We were, we were all together the other day, just the other day. You yes, know? Yeah. this is nice. Celebrating love. Ra- what? Yeah, love. Roslyn. So, I did some know. praying yesterday though because hella people were just asking me their questions. Seriously, oh. you know, you know, you know how I feel about eyes being on me. So Eva, I was just a bit like, have you heard that song? Say oh. a prayer for me. <laughs> Bella, yeah, Bella. Even like uh, play it in the car later. Okay. Yeah, just keep rejecting. Sing that song. Keep singing yeah. the song. Your, Not even like. You're a bit of an influenza, you know what I mean? People want to yeah. know what's going on in your life. Why are you doing yeah. that? But you enjoy you are, it. You though. are, you're influenza Look at now. You, yeah. you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, enjoy influenza, please. Who's most likely to be an influenza? I don't want, I don't want <laughs> no influenza. Rosalind is most likely to be Girl. influenza. You're, yeah. you're real. No, you you're real alone. People real message me about you. Yep. Huh? Yeah, the fact that, even remember I told you at, on the way, I was telling Rosalind one of my friends was asking me a question and they were like, oh, your friend Rosalind. I was like, wow, you... You know who she is? <laughs> How do you know right. her? <laughs> you, yeah, Claim it. No. You influencer. No, These influencers, me, sometimes I see them, I don't want their life, so... I'll just stick what to What part me. of their life do you want? None. Oh. Well, I, I, no, I have to. Mistro. Okay. <laughs> well. Mistro. Okay. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm just scared. I'm scared. I don't like too much eyes on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. So I think, and it was all like good things as well. It wasn't yeah. like people were like, oh, ooh, ooh. But I think it's like, and like a, a clock that haven't showed like Bay like on there for like, I, I don't him. show him a lot. So yeah, I think it was like just, so everyone's like, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But it was nice for like the all the congratulations again, again and again. <laughs> Get used to it. But yeah, it was, it was nice because yeah. we all got to go out as well. Hmm? Drink. Oh, and no. socialize. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. <laughs> I, mean, I, a, I don't my care. I drink. I drink. No, I drank. No, no, that was, the others were sipping water. Yeah, there's this backstory where I laughed. No, we didn't. No way. Most of them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you guys have to spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you look can be seen in that's, chocolate. That's, I'm looking. That's, that's, that's offline. Tea. Offline. Offline. Tea. offline tea. Take it offline. Right? Take it offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, but can we establish what is going on? I know people usually use weather when they're when it's an awkward situation. But what is going on with this weather? It's so off-putting. It's like it you've is. been because lo- this time last year we were in lockdown and it was hot. It, it, was, it was so heat wave. It was heat so wave. hot. Yeah. I remember just wearing dresses and chalouetti to the shop. Just <laughs> <thinking>. <laughs> Literally. 
Like, Global warming is real. And it's now real. we're allowed out. You can't even look cute. You'll step out your house. Your hair is in your lip gloss. Uh-huh. You're, then you have to wear a mask on top of the hair it's in your annoying. lip gloss. It's so you're, sad. Oh, I didn't annoying. want us to live. When you know lives. when you know when you're going to meet somebody and you quickly reapply the lip gloss. By the time you get there, <laughs> your hair is destroyed. Your hair destroyed. Your lip gloss. One thin line of lip gloss from the corner of your mouth to the to the top of your ear. So sad. It's not nice, but um, yeah, we shall overcome. Apparently, it's gonna get hot um pretty soon for bank holiday. Um, it should be sunny. I hope or so. Or hot and rain. Oh yeah, hot. <laughs> we'll <laughs> take we hot. something. We'll take warm. We're coming out no, of the darkness. The pedicures we've done. Nobody's even seen the oh. toes. Bruh. No one has I seen know. the toes. Nobody has seen the toes. All of my cute, cute pedicures. Isn't it? It's even this shame. one. Yes. It's cute. I know, but you said you showed the smalls, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like small, but yeah, my cute pedicures. Oh, it's swell though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to recreate it when the sun comes out. Isn't so it? this one is just for my eyes only. So. You have to do it for yourself first. True, so true, true. You know. Preach. Well, Preach. as as usual, we have a lovely segment that we love to share with you guys. Um, it's a way for us to to give you an update on our lives and to yeah, just be our authentic self about our journey so far. And that is what we call the transitional. It's the transitional struggle. <laughs> we still haven't figured out yeah. um what the theme the tune should be yeah. if you have any ideas please send them through voice notes on instagram are welcome yeah no, <laughs> um, that's what we need we need the sound we need the sound mm. so yeah let, let us know we can put it together but yeah um yes i guess it's me this week right yes. Well, right. Yes. <laughs> kenya is gonna share Yields. What's your transitional struggle? <clears throat> transitional struggle. Okay, so one of my <laughs> my characteristics is that I am sometimes a bit timid. So I can be a bit timid sometimes. Um, and I am also very self-aware of how people perceive me. So um, recently, because of my job and what I do, um, being frank and straightforward with people is something that I have to do. Mm. and sometimes it's a real battle because I'm like no you need to say it this way I'm, I'm literally going through with myself back and forth no don't be fluffy and pink be direct no if you're too direct they might think you're I was about to swear oh my god they might think you're <laughs> do you know I have no idea what you're going to say I know what, what I'm going to say you're going to say a kitty cat yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm a kitty cat and if I and then, and then if I'm a kitty cat they won't like me and did it and I'm just like going back and forth, back and forth. And it's something that's really difficult for me because I think um, sometimes being upfront and, and honest with people is something that I sometimes find very, very difficult because I don't want them to perceive, um, change their perception of me. Mm. I don't want them to feel different about me. I don't want our relationship to be different. And it's been such a struggle that I've been battling with. And even though I have been, you know, being honest, I've said, all right, let's just be authentic and, and, and do that. People respect you know, transparency, honesty, and la la la. I've received good feedback from it. Like Absolutely. no one's offended. Everyone's like, I really like the fact that you were honest with me. Mm. And I'm like, okay, good. People are receiving it well. However, you still feel within yourself. All of these people are, are, are accepting it. And you know, they're happy with my frank and honest opinion. But I'm waiting for the day when there's that one person where I'm honest and they're like, no, you're rude. You offended me. And I feel like I'm just waiting for that moment. And it's been quite tricky sometimes it kind of makes me 
kind of like pull away or like not not be completely honest all the time mm-hmm. um, or sugarcoat it a little bit here and then be very honest and frank over there. Um, that's been quite hard because my character is like, you don't want to offend people. You don't want to, I mean, no one wants to offend anyone. How was but your... some people don't care. Like, like, I don't give a heck. I'm going to tell you how it is. Do you know what I mean? Worse than I do. Um, can we ask questions? Yeah, go for it. Uh, um, how was your work environment like? It's actually a really nice work environment okay. in my bubble. Like, okay. really, really good. Got a really good team of people. Wearing Crocs together. And <laughs> Wearing Crocs. Isn't it? Yeah. I saw that. Because <laughs> um, um, I was going to say, a good way is the, um, to think about it is that even if you're really rude, mm. most times at work, no one would actually come out to say, you've offended Yeah, that's me. true. No one will say it to your face. They might... Yeah, but I don't want to. I, I don't want to be the conversation of. I don't want to be the topic of conversation in the staff room. Do you know what I'm True. saying? You know, when you walk in and you say like, yeah, yeah. Um, True. I, I just think the easiest way that I found to deal with something like that is just to know that you're not always going to be everyone's cup of tea, no exactly. matter how you explain things and as long as you stay mm. true and authentic to yourself yeah. then I think that's the best way and I always try and do it as I would like to address people how I would like to be addressed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if it's okay with me and I know mm-hmm. that I didn't intentionally harm or offend someone yeah. um, then I guess I can sleep at night yeah because mm, like uh, one yeah. of my friends she's expressed she's like a, she's been made um a manager recently mm-hmm. and she's been like she's a bit like you and she's been like struggling with it and i was like the like ob- obviously as a as a manager or if you're taking responsibility over somebody you're not gonna be the nice person all the time mm-hmm. because you also owe responsibility to those mm-hmm. people to correct to challenge yeah, to stretch yeah, yeah. right so you're not there to be the nice person to them all yeah. the time sometimes you have to show a bit of a firm hand mm-hmm. and um yeah maybe maybe i'm a bit cutthroat but i think like you just have to mm. sometimes you just have to be firm mm. and then just like was it the sandwich was the sandwich the sandwich formula like oh, you, yeah. you start with the firmness oh, the nice you thing. give like the niceness and yeah. then, you know layer with a bit of firmness off so mm. yeah so before. yeah yeah so i think but it's great i mean i love to see it so i love yeah. to see that you're doing this so. yeah it's really pushed me out of my comfort zone a lot like yeah. a lot a lot and managing a multitude of people at once like i'm like, i like to be accountable for me um that's ground baby being accountable for others it's like dang, girl where are you meant to be at mm. you meant to be in the playgrounds why are you why are you in the toilet hiding <laughs> but thanks for your advice guys definitely go and take it on take it on board and see thanks what happens for sharing yeah so what are we discussing today then my love liz Oh. We're, we're discussing church okay oh, okay i'll let that f- i'll let you finish <laughs> no i'm giving you background music oh i thought that was the like a drum roll okay. oh no giving you background music <laughs> we're discussing church hurt yes so i feel like mm. we may have touched on this briefly in the past like maybe in, in a conversation about yeah, church, because this is a Christian podcast. Um, but um, to dedicate a whole episode to it, you know, yeah, I don't think we've done that before. No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think we have. But I think maybe to start off with, maybe we can, I know Kenya loves, does the, the definitions of church hurt. <laughs> you know, your church good definitions. Hurt. But when the church hurts you. <laughs> when you are hurt by the church. Period. 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 That's what it is. 
It refers to the pain sometimes inflicted by religious institutions, a pain that also distances sufferers from their community and from God. So when the church hurts you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> basically. yes, basically, basically, when the church hurts you, church. Um, but okay, maybe there may be less unpack the meaning of church because we know church is not essentially a, a building. Church is like all of us. Yeah, yeah, together. We are the church. We are. Yeah, mm-hmm. we are the church. The church yes. is the people. Yeah. The so children. So it could, it could be church people. People like within Twitter. the church, oh, yeah, hurt you. Does Christian Twitter count as church? Christian, yeah, that is wow. that is a good point. Wow, that is a good point. Wow, I, I will concur. Mm-hmm. I will agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. is we're not saying it's just not, it's not the actual physical building. Oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, only yeah. the body of people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that widens it up now. Okay. Yeah, then I think because I think I even saw something on that. I don't know if it was yesterday someone said something about like Christian people but then I think you could um, attribute it to church hurt Mm. so I think it was why why do um, there needs to be so there needs to stop being so much emphasis on um, dropping out your worldly friends when you become a Christian that's wild (laughs) but they do that's that's what that's what yeah and mm-hmm. if someone has come in to you know the church and you know they're coming from the world and the emphasis of, is on them like okay you've got to drop out your mates and then you know it's a form of church hurt no mm-hmm. because it's like mm-hmm. why do i have to leave my day ones because i want to essentially give my life to christ and if that's a decision that i need to make and i don't want to make it because there may be people within this walk i don't know like that yeah mm-hmm. I, I haven't built up a relationship with them and I should drop out my childhood friends. Mm -hmm. So for some people, they've turned their back on Christianity because that's not a decision that they're willing to make. Mm -hmm. And then they've held that within themselves and walked with, this is what Christians are like. They make you drop out your mates. And then it's a form of church hurt because they're not going to return, are they? Mm. That that reminds me of that story a couple of years ago with, I think it was Nikita Johnson. Yeah. um, About... They she were, wants to be an actress and they were like kicked out this is not yeah. like as if t- to say that acting is t- too worldly mm. and if you want to be an actor or actress you can't you gotta leave this church mm. and it's just like we are we, we, we are in this world you know yeah. <laughs> we may not be of it but we are you know mm-hmm. so how much can you avoid mm. like why do you have to avoid so much to, to say that oh yeah I'm a Christian mm-hmm. yeah I think that it's more so um like i don't know i think to a degree the church body or let's say the church organization has sort of created depending on the the type of what their church culture is i feel like have created some prerequisites which i i feel like some prerequisites are just like bizarre to me Mm -hmm. because you can those things they can only be sort of um uh someone could only maybe turn away from them through mm. discipleship so through knowing the word 
through building relations with people through being around people they they feel comfortable with but can also look up to and can kind of draw strength from mm. um and i think that when someone comes in and then they are laid with all these roles mm. um instead of actually being a disciple mm. to that person um that's when they i feel like they get it wrong so then someone can actually come out of that with not necessarily understanding because i feel like when when you're teaching people the word of god people actually know now know that okay you're i want to be an actress nothing in the bible is, is telling me that i cannot be an actress but for some reason you're telling me that you know it's a worldly thing to do mm. and i think that's what's missing enough people are not being taught the word but a lot mm. of people are being taught people's interpretation of yeah. what the word is yeah. Yeah. and then those are though their interpretation of it has now become prerequisites to Mm -hmm. this is what means to be a true christian and if you're not doing it right then you're not serious so out you go mate Mm. out you go get off get off my back (laughs) get off my back (laughs) yeah basically that's why that how do we we get to that place though whereby like We'll get to that place where, well, where, where there's have, prerequisites. Yes, I think that when people are put in um, positions, positions in leadership, yeah, um, I feel like they take that a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. I'll just stop there. They just take it a little bit too far in terms of what they feel they can tell the flock to do. Mm-hmm. I've I've so you made one point <clears throat> years ago, and I will never forget this. Um, about our generation and I, I think maybe they're like the older generation mm. um, and I remember you were like sometimes um, uh, our, um, where there's a, a bit of a disconnect with like people our age or millennials and then like maybe the, the older um, generation mm-hmm. is that say even if we're a pastor of a church or somebody's like you know leader of music whatever whatever you don't when you meet people you don't lead with that if anything the person like it's more likely that we will be defined by our career or something like that first Mm -hmm. before our title that we carry within a like a a religious institution rather than and then but then in comparison to an older person if they if they're a deaconess if they were prophets if they uh ministress or the evangelist all of that stuff yeah you will know about it so it's like they have a very strong identity tied to the role that they play in church Um, and i think that sometimes when you're you're very no i don't know if the right word is validated but when you're so emotionally invested in something i feel like is sometimes there's a blurred line the lines become a bit blurred with what you've experienced and like what the word says and i think that sometimes it's kind of like you know the word but then people's interpretation and experiences have been also meshed up with the word and then then now that becomes law whereas for like for our generation is very much like this is my experience this is what i've shared with you you might relate to it you might not relate to it Mm. but this is the commonality here and it's not so much like imposed Mm. so i feel like i don't know in terms of where does it come from i see it more coming from like older generation i don't i don't think that i've been around um like people like us that have the same view and if they have the same view is because of that's the environment that you've sort of like been brought up in 
Yeah. Um, okay. Bear with me because I'm trying to because I'm, I'm trying to put this together. But I think earlier on the question was like, where does it come from? Mm-hmm. Where is it coming from? And I think the intention, where it like the initial intention of things, I don't think it's negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what when Rosalind's talking about it, the interpretation of things in the Bible, there are clear things in the Bible that people still don't have a clear stance on. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of old testament talking about earrings or i think it's even in the, there's even a new testament yeah. you know yeah, talking yeah. about certain things how a woman should dress or you know how how people should conduct themselves and i think when a group of people come together they have to make a stance on that the stance that that was had on certain things in the bible it has just crossed over from generation to generation mm-hmm. so that they don't even know where it's from or why they make that decision but it's just inherent like that's what their parents said that's what Mm. you know um so whether it's right or wrong it's more culture that has like built it because i i think that nobody's intention is to like condemn initially (laughs) they just want to be they just want to do what's right and to them certain things like don't mix with certain people, you know, because they're going to lead you to sin. Don't have ungodly friends or don't wear this type of thing or don't wear trousers or don't. That's what they've, that's what they've grown with. Like their parents have said it, you know, that that's the stance mm. that they've all had. So, but then for our generation, you. like you're, that like we're saying, and what I said ages ago, I don't even remember, but it's something that I would have said. No, anyway. <laughs> it was very powerful. But when but, I yeah. used it, that person did not like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. Because, <laughs> yeah. but it's true. But but our generation, like, I know it seems like our generation is is not for it, but I've even started to see this, like, the same type of herd mentality, even in our generation. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even necessarily think that our generation is not for it. I just think the way that it's gone about, the way that it's, it's manifested itself Mm. is what anyone would have an issue with from old to young Mm. i feel like sometimes it's it's more of an imposition rather than i'm gonna talk to you with grace it's more you must do this you must do that and i don't know why not free will is there like god doesn't impose anything on you he wants Mm. you to make that decision he wants you to choose him time and time again. And sometimes the message that comes down is you don't have an option. You do this or you get out. You do this or you're not serious. And mm. I feel like that is, it's a very dangerous line because not everybody's there yet. Mm. So if you're directing certain messages to them, I think with our generation, we have more of um. I know they say it's we not do a blanket. Yeah, message. I think I think the problem is they say we we ask why too much, but why, but why, but why? It's not but why. It's more so like have a conversation with yeah, me. Yeah. Don't talk mm. at me. Mm. Talk to Jimmy, me. Yeah. And I feel like that's where the lie the lines get crossed because they're not trying to have conversations with us. They're trying to tell us X, Y, and Z. And if you're not on board, do you think it's like an age thing though? At some point, our generation will become that older generation who might be the people who were saying to the younger kids like. Don't do that because we've been there, done that. I don't think so because I see older generations that are actually having conversations with the younger ones. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's a mentality. Yeah. And yeah I, 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 I think it's a church culture, in my opinion. But where I, does that come? Where does that church? I don't. Then, I don't. Is a, it's so think about the the, the nationality the church of your congregation. So it could be the 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 nationality of the church, the way that a church would do things. Like when you compare, like a very you know um, West African 
um, Pentecostal church to a very multi-diverse Pentecostal church, the things they care about is different. <laughs> like, they're, they're, like... What, you mean, like, one will have... Um, uh, uh, like night, how you vigil, how you even night vigil of prayer I'm, I'm so and the other one would uh, <laughs> no so <laughs> even <laughs> let, let's even just boil it down to like appearance right yeah like for like a west african pentecostal church it could be like you when you go to church you have to dress well mm-hmm. package yourself well you know whereas like a sort of like a a, a multi-diverse church where they have like white people different from diff- different um uh Races. countries races countries, um could it, just jeans and is fine ripped jeans with chalote is fine do you know what i mean chalote is flip-flops by but the way yeah, I was <laughs> just in case anyone doesn't know there, there's gonna be a lot of people that yeah. don't know so I, I i feel like it's it boils down to the way that um the 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 culture of the church because ultimately the messages are the same everybody's mm. preaching about living right for god and you know being someone that that you reflect christ and how he is and is showing love um but i think that in terms of the delivery of it mm-hmm. is different mm-hmm. um in west african churches maybe they, they feel like oh the all the love 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 is too much you have to sometimes tell people do the right thing you know some um but then they also believe in like the spiritual side of things whereas like um you know the the more diverse churches is is, is more focused on like building a relationship with god yourself and it's not so much like within the structure of this person and da, da, da. Mm. we can get into all of that but i'm saying i i what i've seen anyway i feel like the way that the a church operates very much reflect in how the message is preached in the the messages that are provided and whether they're telling you the right thing or it doesn't is is the wrong thing is the delivery the delivery screams mm. african and that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. I think it would be good maybe if you can talk about your church because it's like yeah, the way our church is is different. very different to what but it that's is, the point at the that's the time, point I'm trying to re- I'm yeah, trying to it is very different. But at the same time though, within our church, people have experienced church hurt and I know people who have experienced church hurt in our church. <clears throat> so I guess it's individual, it depends True. on your circumstances. Can you go to a Baptist stuff. church just to Oh yeah, I go to a Baptist <laughs> yeah. church and it's multicultural as well. Um so yeah it dep- and, and it's been interesting because we've had two pastors in the time that i've been there we've had an african pastor um and it was interesting to see how things were done under him mm. and then we, now we have an, an english pastor and it's very interesting how he's trying to break down mm. certain things that were that were in place when we had our african pastor like what? um so you know like <sighs> um say it and if you don't want it at in okay so for example um certain people just feeling as though they they are entitled to do Uh certain things you don't necessarily have a particular position but you still feel like i can put my mouth here or i can put my Mm -hmm. mouth there i can make this comment about that young person who has um fallen pregnant Mm -hmm. like you know and we didn't realize or whatever Whereas in like now he's just like, no, we show grace. Yeah. And we understand people go through things and it's fine. Mm. You're not far away from God. Like you've gone through this situation, but you're not far away from God, mm. basically. Whereas in under the other pastor, not that he made people, cause he himself was actually a really, really good pastor. But because he was an African pastor, I guess the, the African community within the church just felt like, Oh yeah, he's one of us. We can do things this way, that way. And so I wish he had a, a, a camera oh, for walking. Diggy, 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 but when he left, 
when our pastor left, the African pastor left, and a great number of people left the congregation as well. Yeah. Um. So they were following him, and and the way he taught was so different to the way our new pastor teaches. So different. So so different. He was like rigorous and like, is that the word rigorous? Like, mm, vim. Mm. And it was like, he gave you like so much history and it was just power. It was really, really powerful. You were like, rah. You know when they're just even shouting at points, mm. trying to drill it into you. And then this current pastor, it's very gentle. He'll try to crack a little joke in the middle. It's like an English guy, do you know what I mean? Mm. So mm. you can imagine, really gentle and be like, come on guys, let's do a bit of actions to the songs. And <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was pastor, it was very serious. So... Yeah. yeah, people See, do experience like that, that, that in the is, same church. Those are complete different environments you know, built yeah. under two different people. There was in something that mm. that Kenya said, which kind of links to you know the origin of where church hurt sometimes lies, and that is the the reliance on the leader mm. of the church and how much you look to that person how much you value that person how much you admire that person um in everything that they do and how you know at the end of the day the way i see everyone's human everyone's liable or susceptible to fault um and i feel like sometimes church hurt comes about when you know someone that you look up to lets you down in a certain way and because mm. you've placed kind of and I, I, it's not done intentionally but you've connected that person to the word to god so when that person lets you down or they do something that upsets you it disturbs your relationship with god mm. because you've now seen that person as your source we know the source is the word mm. the word is the word that's it there's only one source and that's from god from the bible but because you connect that person as your leader when they do something, when they hurt you, you start looking at God sideways mm. because it's like, mm, would God do that? And it's like, mm. no, God didn't do that. That person, person did that. Yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of church hurt comes from when a leader or someone in position lets you down in some way, shape or form. That can have an impact on you and your walk. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. It's a bit like your family, isn't it? They become your your family outside of your home, obviously. Yeah. And like, it's like anyone in your family just not being there for you in the way that you expected them to. Mm. You feel that kind of deep pain and hurt. Like if it was just a complete stranger who made a comment about your outfit, you're just like, I don't give a heck. Mm. But when it comes from like, you know, if your mum was to insult your outfit now, mm. you're gonna be like, I'm, Ugh, yeah, been on the inside. So much yeah. emphasis on the church is like we're family. We're family like yeah. we are fat like it's us. Like mm. we're we're it. We're there for you when when the tough times come, you know, all of that you can turn to us. So if someone within your family lets you down, of course it's going to hit you sideways. Yeah. Mm. It's going to hit you completely sideways. So what I find interesting though is that um sometimes you can experience church hurt from just one person and mm, you completely yeah. remove yourself from that entire environment because of just yeah. one person. Mm. And I wonder like what goes through the minds of people who like when you experience the church hurt from that one person, remember in your church, you might have 300 people. It's one out of 300 people that's upset you, but you're just like, I just need to leave period. Like I need to just go completely. It'll be interesting to see like, do you then begin thinking that others 
are, are pretty much going to be the same or others think exactly the same or what is it? Because you just remove yourself completely from the environment. Like with work, you don't, like if someone's rude at work, for example, you wouldn't just distance yourself completely from the workplace and then... Mm. I think, um, is it, I see it as a twofold. Mm-hmm. So I think that as the church, the church organization mm-hmm. or institution, um, the firm. The firm. As the firm. <laughs> as the firm. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like Megan Harry. Um, it's like it's made up of people, mm-hmm. and for me, I've come to accept that um, we are all humans. We are humans first before even the the titles that people carry within churches and things like that. And so, like. Um, just making reference to Joe's point, I think that it's very dangerous to be in a place where you are, you're lauding someone's, um, um, some, you're kind of placing someone on a, on a pedestal to the point that um, what they say about you will make you now say, God, nah, I'm not doing God mm-hmm. because of this person. So I think that we have a part to play mm-hmm. um, in terms of how to kind of separate that. And like, I feel like um, I, I'm going through church at the moment. So I can kind of explain to you where my head is at in yep. terms of this. Yep. Um, but also, I think there's also an accountability mm-hmm. on the firm to mm-hmm. make sure okay. that where there's one person that's doing yep. something, albeit a group of people, those people are held accountable, be right. it corrected, be it taught how to deal with people, be it taught how to speak to people. Um, so I think it's, it's two ways. is mm-hmm. you know, um, having a, a, a separating people mm-hmm. from God because God is higher than that person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So their opinion doesn't define who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's very hard. Like yeah. I've found it very hard. Yeah. Um, I, I'm finding it very hard, but I'm trying to sort of have a tunnel vision on God and not so much the person. Yeah, I love that point about the accountability because it does, it then will sway your perception of, well, then you guys, if you don't say nothing, then clearly you support that kind of mm. attitude or that way of speaking to people. And then you might start thinking, is this an environment that I want to be in? Would I want to one day bring my kids into this space? Mm. And so on and so forth. And I think that's, if if we're talking about a generational um element i think that's the generational element that comes into it comes into play we're very much a generation let's hear what everybody has to say we're not a we're going to speak like not to say that we don't follow rules we do follow rules but we'd like to have a voice yeah um and i think that shouldn't be stifled in anywhere that you go um so yeah now why are you guys looking at me (laughs) (laughs) damn but you all look at the same time (laughs) no i I, um i'm just listening because i i think similar to kenya i haven't experienced Mm -hmm. um church hurt myself but we are talking about our generation and and why we why the older generation is like has affected us but i'm interested to be like why does it seem that they've built this structure that has worked for them for so long and our generation has now come along and we're like, nah, don't work. Um, so I would say, so my mum in the past has had to church hurt before, mm-hmm. right? So she's attended a church and she's seen something or she's been uncomfortable with something in there. So she's decided to leave. My mum will just go. 
she won't voice anything. She won't say anything. So all they'll know is that the auntie was there one day doing vim, 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 vim. Apparently didn't work for her. She went somewhere else, but there's still a bunch of aunties that will remain within the vicinity. Mm -hmm. So for them, they can look around Mm -hmm. and because like my mum, she's not, she's not going to say anything. She's, she's just not brought up that way to challenge Mm -hmm. the, the leaders of the church. She's not brought up that way. So she won't necessarily voice that she had an opinion with something she'll just decide i don't want to go here anymore and i'll go somewhere else and for them if they can still see people around them and the way that they have done has worked and there's a lot of them that have that same kind of mindset like ah shut up shut up up. the pasta is talking pasta is talking you have to respect pasta when pasta is talking that's it that's that's the main but that's it and like whatever passes it that's like the line and they don't really say anything other than we must follow the rules and regulations that we've been given so for them to grow throughout that generation there isn't anything wrong who's gonna say anything Mm, no one's taught to say anything so no one is it's us that have grown up and said well hold on wait a minute Mm -hmm. because i've i teach teens as well they're very vocal if they think we're vocal They've got fire coming up underneath yeah. them mm. because these these that you will teach them something. They'll say no, 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 no. All of that that you're doing, I beg stop. Mm. And if we are causing so much issues, or we're very vocal, they need to kind of use us as um um trial and error mm-hmm. because these lot coming up. Mm-hmm. Hmm, you'll... And imagine the generations that are going to come after. We're going to become more and more like vocal and. Do you, does that make sense? I feel Gen like Z I'll, I'll, is like Gen yeah. Z is like yeah, in terms of like where to we shake are tables. as a generation as a world, we're more vocal about things yeah. than we have ever been before. Yeah. And Gen mm-hmm. Z are leading that. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at it as a as a leader of any church. You have to start focusing on listen. Look at the things that they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can turn on your TV and see these guys moving mountains. Mm-hmm. And then to think that we can just talk to them anyhow and they'll listen. These people. They will revolt. <laughs> so can I just have a, so just a flip side to that, right? Yeah. Are you going to leave the conversation because I have a question? Are you leaving it? No. Okay. Okay, carry on then. Sorry. So I was just going to say that, um, so I don't, I can't really quote this verbatim, mm. but um, there is also a belief that, you know, where the times that we are in the world, people are going to be more worldly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i and understand that people are going to be you know the voice yeah the voice of people doing very worldly things yeah will be that. much louder yeah. than christians mm-hmm. and so i think that sometimes on the flip side i'm not saying i agree in entirety of like maybe the older generation sometimes trying to tame the young the you know millennials and gen z a little bit because it's like for us the access to worldly things is much more accessible yeah 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 and so it's like sometimes they feel the need to sort of like drum down the their ways um um on you and to kind of like restrict what is viewed as like the spare, worldly spare way the world the of doing yeah. i hear it doing things yeah because it. it's something that we were even talking about on the way here about um you know younger churches and we literally said the reason why we can look at some younger churches and be like mm, and I, when we say young i mean young pastors is because we're looking for that leadership or where there's somebody that's seasoned, seasoned in the faith yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. will hold people accountable mm. yeah 
so there's still an I think there's still a need for it I think you're right we're, it's good that we're in a generation where we're not just saying oh this is what the pastor says but there needs to be a good balance there yeah. does because, yeah, because and that's my, that, my point and that's what I was saying like it can't be everything mm-hmm. that they did mm-hmm. yeah. and the way they were mm-hmm. that was just built on that is wrong because you know it's back to their intentions like mm. where does it all stem from they tried their best no, it's not all going to be right mm. but the structure that that they you know they created we see that it helps to manage them you know it yeah, yeah, helps yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, yeah. people in line and yeah. i think we still need that i, yeah, I think I mean, with everything you need a balance and what i'm trying to say is i understand that and i hear that and i feel like and i believe that the boundaries are within the word yeah they are not man-made mm-hmm. boundaries that you're coming to create That's this true. is mm-hmm. where i get a bit like oh hold on wait a minute because i'm the boundaries are there for me to see in black and white even on my phone i can see it the boundaries are laid but out even but those boundaries some of them people still have to pick and choose yeah they, that's what i was they... gonna say like i hear you saying that it's in the word but these days like even when you when you certain topics people have different opinions about it someone says soul ties caught what caught blimey was that someone's like soul ties is very real my dear so <laughs> oh, we people have very uh, like people will take the the same bible and have very different opinions about it yeah um that- and so i think that to say like i do agree in theory but i think that in terms of reality it's a bit hard i don't know i hear that i, I understand where you're coming from what i'm saying is if you're just taking something you're pulling it out of the air that is it, it you haven't seen it even to get an interpretation from it from the bible like you're act, just for saying example, acting you're is, just going acting on like, is acting. of the world yeah, okay. and things like that oh, what about okay. christian movies what, the actors could be christian is that, <laughs> that not acting thing was wild well yeah <laughs> like, for example that's just that's just like someone's oh, yeah. idea yeah. where you're just pulling it from yeah. the like pulling it from the air and then yeah attributing it to the word i don't i yeah. don't believe that we should be doing that if mm. we're um talking about biblically okay then someone's got this opinion this one's got this interpretation mm. okay i hear it but the whole i did this back home it worked back home it kept things in line back home let's do it here so that we can keep the people in line i don't agree with that yeah I think definitely they need to have more conversations between generations like like you said like having your voice heard a bit more so that the pastors can find the right balance so that they know how to teach their children or the next generation these things in a particular way like we don't we don't like we're not a group of people that like to be told or go on like delegate and did it or you know yep you must you must you must but there's ways you can teach us yeah. in a particular way whereby 100%. you help us understand the reasoning behind it because that's what we're why 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 people yeah, yeah. you can't go outside why <laughs> you yeah. can't get one pound for the ice cream van why we actually want to understand these things and it helps you understand just life a lot better yeah. so if someone can't offer one pound in the future you understand why you say oh because maybe it's a financial issue or they just don't have a pound in their purse right now. Yeah. If you're just always, why? And there's no response to that. You're just going to think that people just say no, just for no reason. They just say because they can. But you actually want to understand the background to everything that's been put in place so that you can freely and willingly abide. Mm-hmm. Like if someone says, don't go to this guy's house, you're thinking, why? Why not? Mm. You can go and explore for yourself and you'll come back and, you know, whatever might happen, we don't know. And, and the but if they I but if they was... teach it to you in a, in a way, give you a scenario or a situation, or just somehow coach you or teach you in a particular way, you might have a better understanding. Like, mm. do you know what? That actually makes a bit of sense. It to be a bit more personal. I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm going to take that on. I'm, I'll think about it. I'll hear yeah. your point and think about it. So I feel like this is so layered, but I'm, I'm going to try and like 
maybe express my point on like the different layers so i think first layer church has tends to be triggered by one person Mm -hmm. be that that person is in a place of leadership or be that that person is someone that is like someone that carries some sort of power in the church but i think that it's hard to treat it as a like as a body Mm -hmm. so it's like we we can we can um you know uh, putting people through discipleship and letting them know the word and understand the word for themselves and all those things they are important but i think it doing that and hoping that there isn't um it reduces church i think is hard in my opinion Mm -hmm. because most times it's just by the act of certain people um so i'll i'll come back to you Mm -hmm. that's one layer Mm -hmm. the second layer i think is that um in my opinion the reason why i feel like i have i'm experiencing church hurt or i'm seeing people experience church hurt is that within a lot of um let's say like sort of like african type churches there isn't any accountability for just bad behavior and mishandling people in my opinion um and you know and i apologize if this comes you know across as like i'm being rude or whatever but i do i do feel that there isn't when you look at the the churches like um like it was a hill song like you know during the blm time mm-hmm. and then even like the pastor came out and he said something that was wrong and he came back and he retracted his statement and he corrected it because that man cannot make decisions by himself he answers to other people and it is 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 run like a board right mm-hmm. so you have you have the ceo but the ceo has a board um that he answers to that there it's like if you're making a decision it's not just your decision and so under the ceo if somebody does something wrong the your account the ceo will hold you accountable all that kind of stuff where i think that with african churches i'm not saying like like you can get a, a pastor in uh, you know that's the senior of a church and the pastor can be perfect but if the individuals that fall under him are in places where they feel entitled to do stuff because they they feel like their word is law there is no accountability when that person does something that is not okay because you feel like you can't speak about that person because that person has been appointed and so for me personally i feel like the my experience that i've had that is you know i'm trying to sort of overcome it day by day is because i don't see i don't i don't even see any need to bring it up for the person to be held accountable because i don't even see any procedure for it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so that's why that's why you see people in some churches like they will they will get pregnant with somebody in the church they will um what's it called they'll go and do something someone 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 in the church will hurt them but it's like there isn't any there's no remediation in how to resolve it be it that this is like if someone does it and it's a crime we take it to the to the Mm. the law the you know the law of the land Mm. we do it correctly Mm. or if you know it's somebody that has uh, treated me very badly that person is like reprimanded for their actions i think a lot of the time when it comes to people doing a lot of wrong things that should be held accountable there is more focus on grace and forgiveness mm-hmm. and moving on mm-hmm. and not so much fixing that 
broke the brokenness that's been established in the situation however when people are now in their moment of brokenness that's when there's the focus on you're not doing the right thing because this but you, the the root to that problem hasn't been dealt with yeah. because mm-hmm. nobody addressed that situation properly yeah. so i think so that's so that's another layer and i think the last layer for me is i just i really feel like christians that we have come to normalize hypocrisy <laughs> and it's like a, there, there's a lot of focus on do's doing this doing that but then people will do people 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 will gossip people will um speak bad things about people and still will feel very comfortable with that but then all they have to see see someone drink or all they have to see someone enjoyment show, someone do enjoyment someone show cleavage and then it's like you're not serious and i think that for me that's 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 not even church hurt but i think it's like if you're somebody that you have been in the faith for a long time and then you don't have certain beliefs about certain things and nobody has actually sat you down to have a conversation with you but there someone is negatively labeling you all the time as a non-serious christian that could also create church hurt because you're thinking you you're always looking at me and then you're always coming for me about something mm. so um i yeah i think um i think those were sort of sorry and then the last point is i'm sorry i'm making so many points the last point is i to a certain degree sometimes i do get why there there might be a certain demand on display in certain traits in your faith because like we're all we've all been been in it at different times and sometimes it's like say i'm not saying there's like a a a level of requirement on you should be here by now but it's like we like all of us know that having sex outside of marriage is wrong period mm-hmm. right but we were all tempted in different ways mm-hmm. and so i think that sometimes i get why it's kind of like oh but you should know better by now mm-hmm. because sometimes teaching someone and breaking some th- things down to somebody someone might expect to do that earlier on in someone in their walk but if you've been in it like 10 plus years and then you're not showing um you're not showing maybe growth or their definition of growth or whatever, then it's kind of like, ah, adding, what are you doing? So sometimes I try to see from that point of view, but again, I, you know, there's a, a, a question mark on that. Okay, I've, yeah, so, well, did, like welcome said, to my one. TED talk. I'll finish. I'll just, <laughs> you, you guys can. <laughs> yeah. I, Sorry, I, 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 I said were made. I mean, I, it, I it, there was a lot of points and the thing that probably stuck, stuck out to me the most was their definition. Mm. That's church hurt say that say it in one set in a full sentence what do you mean the thing that stuck out to me the most from what rosalind said their def- definition just of what yeah. of growth the, the, of just everything oh. their definitions that in in essence is church hurt because it's people's definitions of certain things that you know <laughs> yeah. enables your feelings to be hurt or you know you to be let down because of someone's definition and my thing is that's why I'm always screaming it's in the Bible now because that's where we need to go back to mm. that's where the root is that's where the source is and it's not by everyone else it's not by how you feel in X, Y and Z I get it there needs to be some form of discipline yeah I understand it but it's it's just hmm, it's when there is no accountability for actions mm. within the body the firm the institu- institution that leads to people just feeling like, rah, so you man don't care. 
like genuinely you you don't care what happens to me then why am i going to stay here um yeah i i I, when you were talking rosalind i literally put down church hurt is church personalities because oh that is that should be the title I don't know what the title is, but I have a feel. I feel mm. that that's that, that, that is just, it. That's yeah. it. Church hurt is church personalities. One hundred, bruh. The layering that you put there, I said this. Yeah, that's that's mm. what you're saying. Because yeah, it's um, it's their definition. As Josephine said, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And like Josephine again said, if we resort back to the words, that's how you can. Kick, kick off the you know remove the personality element of it but it's just like so ingrained like you know it's so deep it's that, so ingrained and it's it's dangerous um, because as Rosalind said like we are coming to a place where everybody is essentially wants to have a voice but if we're if the voice that we've already got within the church is not it's it's not doing you know <laughs> what they should be doing then it's easier for us to listen to outside voices and i think that what they need to do is focus on your flock like mm. you may think just because you see people in numbers it doesn't even mean that you because they're physically there doesn't mean they're spiritually there mm-hmm. and that's mm. the problem like some people are spiritually checked out they're there physically just to do the amens and the hallelujahs but there's there's stuff there that you need you need to know who you're mm. speaking to you just yeah. need to I was going to say, I know we're rounding up, but just a question for all of us. Like, how do we, how do we want to be um, told? I don't say told off. How do we want to be, to be um, rebuked? Like, what is the, what is the right way? Because the way of doing things, especially we're talking about, you know, in our culture, it doesn't seem to be working for our generation. How do we feel we want to be spoken to as a generation in these, ch- in these churches? In all honesty, it's not even so much that how do I want to be spoken to? Well, there, there is that. I'll come to that. I'll let you guys. But I just want to make sure everybody is being spoken to. No one should be excluded from the spoken to-ness. That is... Like, As so in everybody at every level. Everybody needs to be at every level needs to be held accountable. Uh, yeah. You can't just check the congregation mm. and then that's it. We've seen with our own eyes where... The, it's only the congregation that was being checked and there was members of leadership that weren't being checked and then we've seen scandals we've all seen it but i think is everybody needs to be checked mm. top to bottom okay. um i'll say that i um i don't i feel like certain rebuke is not done by just saying don't do this i think you know i feel like i'm how i'm saying this word a lot but certain rebuke is done through real knowing of the word and real teaching um so it's done through just dis- discipleship and like especially like for for me i was rebuked a lot in church for the way that i, I dressed um and it, you know there were times that it hurt my feelings and things like that um and some people said it in a way that was nice i took it on board some people said it in a way that was rude you know i cast them out or ignore them <laughs> we thank the laws now we don't do that anymore um but like ultimately regardless of how many um um poking that was being done i i i it did not change my view on that Mm. because ultimately what was rooted by what the way that i dressed was because i had i viewed myself in a way that 
how I dress really validated who I was. And it's like, should doing, you know, dressing in a very sexual way also, I was very much okay with being objectified. Mm. And so being able to now put myself in a place where the Holy Spirit can change the state of my heart was when I realized that I don't need to actually be dressing in these sort of ways. Sometimes it's hit and miss because, you know, that's what that's what was natural was natural to me. But I'm very much like I'm very conscious aware of it now because God has cut off the dead branches of how I viewed myself that time and he's pruning the right parts of me in order for me to view myself in the right way. So I think that yes, people can do that, but I've I feel like just telling people you need to do this doesn't work. Yes, it you know, it could work to a certain degree, but a lot of the times I always say to I say this to people, people are the way they are for a reason. Do not do not do not handle them with no emotional intelligence and just assume that they are doing that because of the sake of it. People do, people are coming from a place. So if you really wanna rebuke them and teach them, start with the root. (laughs) Don't start with the appearance Mm. because there's so many things, but you know, that is operating behind what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's what, that's my opinion of it on that. Um, Mine is, for the older generation to simply speak to the younger generation as that they are adults because we are and i think that um Mm. depending on your church sometimes the older generation are like you're still children Mm. yeah we are children our parents are within this the building but we are adults some of us are married and have our family and stuff and we still need to be spoken to with respect and and in a way you would speak to a normal adult like i'm not 15 or 12 like yeah i think think that's quite key my favorite my favorite rebuker <laughs> but no i have a i have a pastor um, she's lovely i love her and the way that she rebukes me i i still come out of it loving her yeah at the end of it because she does and i know i'm not like the youngest but even when i first joined and i was younger she always just spoke to me mm-hmm. she she never spoke at me mm. um and when she did correct me and the way that she did correct me it was from a place of love it Mm. was from a place of i'm doing this Mm -hmm. because i love you and i want you to be better Mm. she talks to me like a human being Mm. she doesn't lord over me or even like your friend like yeah you would never be disrespectful to your friend if you were trying to rebuke them you would try to come to them as genuine as possible because Mm. you want your friend to do good so you'd come to them in a certain way and the key point she doesn't talk to me like she's already made it. Yeah. yeah. And oh, when she I knows say, better. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, she's yeah. like, I've been, like, she doesn't talk to me like, oh, I'm seasoned. I used to be like you. It's not even and like, then, it's not even like I used to be like you. Because she's been in the faith. Yeah, she's been in the faith for like decades, but yeah. she doesn't throw that over me. Like, listen, I've been doing this for a long time, you know. Yeah. You're only at small levels. Me, I'm at big boy levels. She doesn't do it. She talks to me like it could be me. Today is you but it could be me. Mm. So I'm going to talk to you mm-hmm. to avoid that for the both yeah. of us. Mm. Mm. That's what I respect. Um, I know that you want to wrap up on this, but I think it's very important to also touch on just healing and overcoming church hurt mm. um, for those that have experienced it. Um, time to law. Sorry, you don't know what this means, but time has gone. So, and that's a whole nother. So are you going to summarize? Think... Are you, are you okay, I can quickly yeah, summarize. So what I will say is, obviously, first of all, pray 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 about your hurt Mm. um 
um don't stop praying till you when you see that person you feel okay about it so mm. pray 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 mm. um i um i don't know maybe you guys can maybe rebuke me and correct me on this one <laughs> but i think for your spiritual well-being if it means limiting um actually so be led by the spirit in terms of how to handle that person mm. if you need to talk to the person for closure if you need to talk to somebody else about it um but i'll say for your spiritual well-being if you're being led to limit um interaction with them till you're in like a great place that's what i'm doing now and is working mm-hmm. um and what's it called um i also um want to just maybe just hone in on the point that you really need to um separate people from god mm-hmm. um as much as um you know some like now somehow that has been like mushed together i think it's very important to see that human beings are human beings first Mm -hmm. and human beings have their flaws so even though someone will have the right intention towards you sometimes they have their own flaws that they are dealing with they are fighting Mm -hmm. and then sometimes that might come out before you know the love and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so like it's important for you to maybe just um take people by by face value and but put your have that reassurance and that certainty and all of that hope and all that goodness in god because he will never do us wrong Mm -hmm. but human beings are not perfect so they are so when you focus on god when that person does something to you or they've wronged you um um it helps to not feel like you have to now separate from god because that person's actions is not reflective of how god loves you god loves Mm. you regardless whether even if you've done something wrong or whether even if you're carrying the weight and then just the last thing if it's something that is like really serious like you feel like someone has like sexually abused you you feel like you've been abused Mm. um by somebody in the church verbally or whatever and if you see someone within your ministry that you can talk to about that talk to them about it obviously don't um i would not recommend them having all the faith in it because i think every church in their own um structure and whatnot but if it's something that's like a a, a big deal i think even seeking outside advice i would recommend it be therapy or if it's something that's illegal please just go to the police because oh just go to oh. but don't even I go don't. my mind some went somewhere else. Well, well, i was like no i'm saying something is illegal no no so it's like well, someone telling the people that have been sexually act, abused yeah, yeah. Act, yeah. so if the if the act is something that's outside of the the, the law oh yeah yeah, 100%. yeah, 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 the, yeah. don't even bother talking anyone about it just go to the police uh, because they will talk you out of it yeah. anyways all right that's that's the end of my story wow what a juicy and really informative um conversation actually i think that you know we unpacked quite a lot um and i really enjoyed it so thank yeah, you for you guys for your honesty and your transparency in it all because it's quite difficult um but thank you guys for joining us for another episode on Preachers' podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and share our latest episode. It is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. And you can also follow us at Preachers' Pod on Twitter as well as Instagram. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Bye.